Hello, hello, folks. Welcome again to another edition here of Mind of Magnus on 106.3 FM, WRFC, LP Rochester, Rochester Free Radio. And as always, the cool kids are listening in on their smart devices on all over the world, actually, on Rochester Free Radio, uh, rochesterfreeradio.com, actually listening in on that. Um, so I got to give the uh, first thing and foremost, I got to give a shout out to those who make this show possible. This show is made possible by the underwriters of Air Rec Radio. Uh, Air Rec Radio is made by the uh, wonderful, cool cats of Corey and Stacy. Uh, they can be found here on rochesterfreeradio.com on Tuesdays and Fridays. They also can be found on their website, uh, airrecradio.com, A-I-R, Rec Radio. I had someone write in last week looking for Eric, as in the name Eric, E-R-I-C. It is actually Air Rec Radio. Cool guys. I enjoy the heck out of listening to them talk on the shows. Um, if you guys check them out on their Facebook page, you can listen to them live when it comes on. So Tuesdays and Thursdays, they're live here on Roster Free Radio. Their backlogs found elsewhere. So, pretty cool guys. You get a chance to say hello, listen to them. If you do bump into them, tell them Magnus says hi. I like those guys. I think we'll be joining them for a podcast here soon. I also want to give a shout out to those who are Patreon supporters here for the Roster Free Radio. Those on Roster Free Radio have making this possible by putting their hard-earned cash by going to uh, rosterfreeradio.com, clicking on that orange uh, Patreon pe- button there. A couple bucks. Try to keep the lights on for us, and thank you so much. Uh, I also want to give a shout out to those who've been p- supporting me myself uh, for the and the, the show itself. So those who are supporters of the Mind of Magnus show, hello and thank you out there. Um, as I tell everyone, if you do support me, let me know. I'll send a little thank you card your way, a little doodle drawing, whatever you want me to do. Uh, I sent out one of a zombie shoveling snow to someone recently. Uh, I think that's very fitting because I am out about uh, much more buff and uh, and fit for uh, for this past weekend because of that. So. Uh, let's see. Anything else I got to throw in first? I want to give a thank you also to those who've been writing in the past two weeks here for the on the on the Twitter feeds. If you have any point in time want to write me in the show, you can write me uh, mindofmagnus uh, at gmail.com or magnusapollo at Twitter, as you can find me that way as well. Uh, I had a lot of people write in saying hello, saying thank you for the show. Uh, I uh, want to give this one specifically. Uh, Tony, oh, no, excuse me. Yeah, Tony wrote in saying, I know you guys say that uh, you only have four listeners, but I want to let you know that me and two other also listen in. My cats enjoy listening in too. So I know that I always tell people that we have only four listeners, but we have two more in there. And uh, so thanks for doing that. I think one of the cat's name was uh, General Mao, which I thought was a great name. Uh, I'm forgetting the other cat's name at the moment. But send me a photo. We'll post it. Let me know if the cats are listening in. Hey, if I have the cat demographic, that's pretty good. Oh, so let's see. Other fun things you know about this show. I am the host, Magnus Apollo. And the best thing is that you also get to share the the radio experience. One of my favorite people in the world, uh, a man who is a cyclone bomb himself, Mr. Matt Obscure. Matt Obscure, how are you doing in there? Oh, hi, Magnus. Yay. This is so cool. I, uh, it's pretty good. I'm actually playing. This is kind of neat for us. We're, we're sitting in different seats tonight and I'm, you look very comfortable at the board right there. It seems your perfect setting for you. It makes me very happy to be behind the board again. <laughs> nice. I, I'll gotta take some pictures of this. So, uh, Mr. Matt, Obscure. so, uh, how are you doing? Did you have a, a good weekend yourself? You look awful buff. You also do some shoveling the Rochester workout as it's called. Yeah, that, that was, uh, yeah, pretty much my whole weekend. Um, so I uh, I just got a new shovel, by the way, which is the oh, coolest thing ever. Um, <laughs> Adult it, things, right? Yeah, I, I, I feel goofy boasting about the shovel, but mm-hmm. it's the coolest thing. Um, so it's it's made out of like aircraft aluminum, and it's got teeth, so you can scrape up the ice and snow. And I had a bare driveway, nice. a bare driveway, which in the suburbs that's gold medal stuff. Oh my god, it is. <laughs> Oh, we had uh, our annoying thing this past weekend. Um, I moved from a house to an apartment, and I love the apartment. Uh, but the one thing I'm still getting used to is there's driveways used by multiple people. Because before, if it didn't get shoveled, it was just me and whatever. Now I have a, uh, some neighbors. At some point, they must have had a car that got into a slight fender bender or something else, I don't know, right before the snowstorm that evening before. And they decided to park the car in the driveway. Well, that's fine with us, except they didn't move the car until uh, late afternoon. So my the, the person who owns the building actually has a nice snowplow in there. Awesome. I watched this car, the snowplow, pull the driveway, look at the car that's sitting there, and just drive on. And did about three or four times that day. So I shoveled what I could of my car to get out, but unfortunately I didn't. So still learning that nice little trick of having a neighbor, and I get to be the big scary guy. So I can knock on the door, <laughs> like, that car, move it now. So, But other than that, I feel very fit, and, uh, and, and from all the uh, shoveling of snow, 
Um, I actually had a friend of mine, Jack, actually was on the show a while back. Uh, he wanted me to say uh, to all you guys uh, out there who are built a bit like me, don't push yourself too much. He, he's been dealing with a bunch of heart attacks, and he's an oh, EMT man. guy. So, Jack, as a note from one of our previous guests that are on, Jack wants to tell everyone, take it, out, take it careful out there. Take a break when you can do it. Don't push yourself too hard. So that has been a message from my wonderful friend Jack in Rochester, EMT man. Thank you, Jack. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh. So, um, so actually, now how else has been, you been doing this this week? You've been having fun. Yeah, well, yeah, it's been a blast. It was a long weekend, mm -hmm. so um, kind of disconnected from the world a little bit. The only thing I know about the news is that uh, Queen Elsa froze Arendelle, um, <laughs> and Princess Anna is trying to, to, to save Arendelle. That's the only current events I really know about right now. That's, so. that's pretty good. I, much better than uh, what I've been hearing on everything else. I, I, list, I, I try to disconnect from the world, and then unfortunately uh, NPR just pulls me back in to uh, realizing we're being uh, our leaders in Oompa Loompa. That's kind of scary. I don't know. I did see a lot of amazing, ex amazingly excited uh, uh, newscasters getting to say the S word on television. Yeah. I saw elated faces being nervous about it, but they saw like, I could say a word today. There's going to be a beep sound. So. I got, yeah, I turned the TV on and it was on the Chiron. <laughs> yeah, MSNBC on the Chiron. Biggest day. I was like. What is happening? We're, we're in a weird world. I, at some point, we we broke from reality, and I don't want to be one of those people that thinks it's somehow like a glitch in the matrix sort of scenario that our universe have split and we're going down there. But once we have Biff Tannen as president, I, I don't know where where we broke at some point. That you know, just just change from reality has happened. I'm I'm starting to subscribe to the uh, the conspiracy theory that we got knocked into a different universe after the Large Hadron Collider started. Oh, that came on? That's what it is? Yeah. So if oh, you draw no. a line, you can almost see where it, it's possible. Like, we didn't think anything happened, but it actually just kicked us into this weird wormhole where... Just, just, just off. So it's like sliders, but not the cool, there's no John Reese davies It's just, we just kind of stumbled over to the right and it's kind of bizarro world happening? Exactly. We're halfway between, you know, our world and evil mustachioed Captain Kirk world. Like oh, it's man. That, yeah. I, was, I was always nervous. I thought maybe our world broke when, uh, uh, like, universe faded when we didn't get a cool monster out of it. Like, we had, like, Killer Bees was our nefarious animal. Like, if we had a sci-fi movie of our universe, like, you know, we don't have a Godzilla, we have, like, Killer Bees. And now we always, we have, like, the poor man's universe. Even our supervillains, if you want to call, like, Trump, uh, you know, He's the the poor man's version of someone better for a supervillain, something else. Yeah, like he, he's just a really, really ersatz Lex, Luth Lex Luthor. That's he all is. he is. I yeah, mean, yeah. It, same amount of hair. Yeah, I, he, uh, their own hair. I mean, <laughs> I thought he very much has the uh, the Lex Luthor for some of the first uh, first Superman, where it's uh, Gene Hackman and he has obviously a hair piece on, mm -hmm. and I thought it's just him with a bad tan for a bit, but I think. Yeah, we don't. Even, it's not even a poor man's Lex, Lex Luthor anymore. He seems even even worse than that. I don't know. Um, so actually, I want to give a, a, another couple shout outs to those who are messaging in. Um, this is, of course, the Mind of Magnus show. Uh, you can message me at any point in time at MagnusApollo.com on Twitter. Uh, my co-host, actually, uh, Matt Obscure on Twitter as well. And I had some people message in saying hi. We had a great time listening to the show uh, last week. Um Let's see the other question. We had some random questions for this as well. They were, uh, uh, let's see, let's see here. The one I know it is Matthew wrote in saying, Hey, congrats. I heard that you are going to be leaving your job. You mentioned on the show. Uh, congrats for doing that. Rochester needs a lot of people doing cool stuff. Uh, you guys seem like you're a great team. So thank you, Matt, on that one. Um, what's the future hold for uh, Matt Obscure and you? So before we get into anything, I just want to say great name. That is a gold star name. Gold star, Matt's yeah. good name. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He actually goes by Matthew. He signs it Matthew. Is that does that change it at all? Is he a two T Matthew? Two T. All right, that's cool. Okay, is there one, one, one T Matthew? There are one T Matthews. I am not one of them. Oh yeah, so I I know some people that are like uh, my first name being John. There is the H Johns, the non H Johns, and I met a person that was a John with two Ns. And unless you're from Mars, yeah. you don't count that. And I was I'm just like, about to say, was he the Martian? That's man what I was looking at. Him. I'm like, you transform. He didn't get it. He actually didn't get the reference. I'm like, how did you not have two Ns and a John name and not get this? <laughs> um, so, uh, so they're asking what our we had. They've been fun listening to us, and uh, we uh, been saying, what's our plan? With the, does uh, Matt and you have a plan for the 2018? And I think so. We're actually going to be 
doing some fun stuff. Stay tuned. Watch this space. There's a lot of good stuff that we're planning. I think everybody's going to be very, very happy with what we come up with. Oh, I think so as well. Uh, Jane just wrote in saying, thanks for doing it. Uh, You guys waiting for the trivia question already. So uh, we do have a trivia question for the show. (laughs) And uh, you ready for it, Matt? I'll listen to it now. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. As always, um, we will ask a question. We have all show to answer. If you lovely listeners answer it in first, uh, you get to join me and uh, actually Matt will even do that for some meatballs and beer at Skylark. Uh, so, um, and uh, let's see here. The question tonight, Rochester is known for lots of things. One of which is being a city that has been the birthplace of a lot of crazy cool stuff. We have dentist chairs, automobiles, the list goes on for things. Now, Matt, did you know that the bloomers were created here in Rochester? Really? Yeah, dead serious. The bloomers were created here in Rochester. Uh, so the question really is, how did these white pants-like garments worn in olden times get their name? So so if you guys don't know what bloomers are, how, how you describe bloomers? Uh, hmm. Like pantaloon, billowy so, ladies' pants? Or? Yeah. Take the, the, the capri pants of today. Okay. And then MC Hammer them. <laughs> I think is the way I'd go with that. That's a great. Yeah, too legit to quit that one. That's perfect in here. Yeah. So with the bloomers, this is a multiple choice question for this one. Uh, The question is, so the bloomers get their name because A, much like the bikini is named because of scandalous way early Rochesterians women wore them. They wore them to actually Highland Park for seeing the blooming of the flowers. The news media at the time complained about the young women and their bloomer ways. So that's A. Is it B, the name comes from a bad Italian translation, Bluvaro Merotis, which translates, which sounds more Spanish, sorry, my, my Italian's horrible, uh, which translates to divided light garment, and divided meaning like pants. Pants are div- considered divided back in the day, divided okay. pants, you know. So is it Italian mistranslation? Someone did that way. Is it C, Amelia Bloomer, a woman's right activist and first woman to own, operate, and edit a news vehicle here in, uh, totally in the, in the United States, uh, loved them so much they wouldn't stop talking about them. So they became Bloomer suits, much like Hillary has pantsuits, Rochester had Bloomer suits by a very powerful female leader. So, or is it D, it is a shortened name that came from how they were first shipped and the odd name that appeared on the package. The package said, backstitched legging overgarments made in Rochester. B-L-O-M, made in Rochester, M-R. And someone wrote down B-L-O-M-R, which became bloomers and stuck. So do you think you have an understanding, a grasp of where bloomers got their name from? I have a couple thoughts. <laughs> I, I really want it to be the, uh, the Amelia Bloomer. Okay. And I could totally see the last one. So I'm kind of in between. Yeah, so why do you think Amelia Bloomer? Like pantsuits? That's just a gut feeling I have. I don't know. You're pretty good with your gut feelings, I gotta say. Um, And the uh, and uh, Bloomer Bloomer was the one with uh, the backstitch legging overgarment uh, and made in Rochester. So that's what it was. Um, That that I just have a thing for acronyms. (laughs) Always fun how acronyms happen. So I mean, that's where um, uh, Uncle Sam. No, the yeah. U.S. came from, right? That's where... Yeah, I think so. Same package. It was a packaging. Yeah. What's U.S. stand for? And someone... Uh, it's Uncle Sam, not United States. So, nice. Yeah, so if you have an answer for me, uh, send a message at Magnus Apollo on Twitter, uh, and we can find it along that way. Uh, and uh, if you have an answer, A, B, C, or D, one of those is the correct answer for where Bloomers got their name from. And they were, again, created here in Rochester. So, uh, yay. Uh, so actually, I got to say, we're we not by ourselves tonight. We're going to have fun chatting for a while here, but uh, shortly we're going to have uh, Dave Tyler uh, from No Format joining in. If you guys have listened on Monday nights, once I get done rambling, uh, we have this man with a very amazing radio voice joins in and uh, he is going to be in tonight talking to us and just hanging around. Shooting the crap. So. I'm excited to talk to him. I love his show, so it's it's going to be nice to kind of get some insight. Oh my god, I can't wait for it. He literally, I, I see him just literally in passing out the door, but he becomes my music for Monday nights. Like I leave here, I turn my turn the radio on the car. When I get home, I'd be working on my office, and I just tune the station in here again. So Dave is my Monday night companion from this point on till midnight or so. So I can't wait to talk to him. So he'll probably be in a little shortly. So. Um, but, uh, yeah, so actually this is fun. We get to have the whole like week in review night on on our radio show here. Yeah. Isn't this great? (laughs) It is. Oh my gosh. Uh, so what is our various topics? What cool things we want to talk about here in Rochester? So let's see. Well, we were just talking before we went on the air. Um, the cinema theater has changed hands. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And cinema theater, people don't know where that is. Uh, uh, Goodman and, uh, South Clinton 
right over there next to between Swilberg and South Wedge. Uh, it is one of my favorite cinemas. It's a little theater there. It's only, I mean, they do plenty of double features and fun stuff there. Um, and of course, they have their the cat, the theater cat that's been there. Or they actually, have, they have another one now, but they always have theater cats flop in there as well. Yeah, and uh, from what I'm hearing, they're actually bringing in the theater cats from Lollipops. So, oh my God, that's so awesome! Yeah, so it's giving them a nice home in, in the theater. Now, can you adopt the cat? You think they're having it that you like be sitting there watching a movie and the cat can be adopted away from the theater? You know, I don't know. It's, like, I, it's a trial run. Like if you're good enough here, you can go home with someone else. <laughs> Working, working them yeah, out. You can go play the home game. <laughs> um, but yeah, that uh, I also saw that there's uh, they're changing the concession stand and, and adding some vegan options. Oh and my god, that's perfect. It, it's perfect for Swilberg. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm going to throw this out there. What would make your dream movie theater? If you bought if you bought the cinema, what would you do with it? Uh, now I'm very spoiled thanks to the way the mov- uh, movies are now. Uh, those those reclining seats and big comfy seats. Now you and I are both fairly decent sized guys. We're yeah. above average height, above average size. We're, we're men of decent carriage. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We may have wore husky pants growing up. I'm not sure your status, but I, I was a husky kid uh, <laughs> with, growing up. With the double tough knees. Yeah. No, I don't know anything <laughs> exactly, about this. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I'm very very spoiled now thanks to theaters have changed the the how comfortable seats are. And like, I love the cinema. I purposely waited to go to see the last uh, Blade Runner because I wanted the ambiance of the cinema for the latest, last Blade Runner movie. Oh, that's perfect. I thought I, I thought so. It was great. I, and But the thing is, if I, if I have a theater now, I want to be comfortable. But I kind of want to have, like, for the lack of a better term, almost like the Elmo Draft House. I want to have some couches, some tables. I want to be able to sit back and relax. You want some fries. It's, it's not a theater per se as in a great place to sit with friends, like a giant living room that has a movie playing in front of it. That's how I want my theater to be. How about, that, that is such a dream. That is exactly what I would want to. Nice. It, That's the reason why we're like, friends. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It'll be great. Just hang out, mm-hmm. enjoy a snack, watch whatever movie, and and it'll be great. My only hesitation there, and I think that the Draft House does a great job with it, they really limit people from talking and texting during the movie. Yes. Ha- have you seen their little trailers that they run before the movies? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're I've, so great. If you haven't seen them, check them out. I remember they had the one woman that uh, they used the advertisement of the review that she had given because she was kicked out of the movie theater with uh, like, you know, I use my phone now and then they kicked me out and this is so horrible. And and they they didn't just like respond to it. They took her her message and put it up there. I'm like, these are the people we kick out. And and it was like, oh, my gosh, it was exactly. No, I, I love a you know, reacting and talking to movies. But in those scenarios, there are certain movies like we need to have some sort of a sign being like safe to talk, rambling, you know, encourage for some, some maybe a bad movie. Other times do not open mouth, turn phones off, phones go in pocket. So right, there, there's a difference between, you know, your, your Tommy Wiseau's, your, mm-hmm. your Neil Breen's where it's expected that you have a little chat in the middle just yeah, to, yeah. to figure out exactly what the heck's going on. <laughs> what did I just see? What did yeah. I see? Is this happening? Did you see that too? Am I hallucinating that? <laughs> Sometimes you need that. Oh my gosh. So uh, turn about, so you'd have a similar sort of uh, movie theater? So I would, yeah. I, I think that's kind of the, the way to go for me. I, mm-hmm. I don't know why it'd be nice to enjoy an adult beverage while watching a movie. Yeah. Um, I can think of a few that would have been much better with that. Um, oh, I think a few of them would probably fill in some plot holes, at least for my brain, being like, or not care enough, I can wa- you know, ignore the plot holes. So I've never actually been, uh, I don't think I've ever been in a place that really could enjoy a beer. Although I take the back, uh, I, the little theater for Saturday Night Rewind. Yes. We, uh, I was actually got a chance to, and that was the first, I think, beer I ever drank in a movie theater watching a movie. So Big Trouble in Little China. I think it was for me. It was the best. Nice, nice, nice. Hey, guess what we have in the audience right now, studio. Oh my gosh. Dave Tyler is in the, in the house here. Oh my gosh. Um, so now, unfortunately, Matt and I are going to lose out having the best radio voices in the room now that Dave's here. Oh, I don't know about that. Oh, you have that dulcet tone. Look at that. Oh, my God. Listen to yourself talk. Man. Oh, man. Uh, I'll try. But. <laughs> so, uh, How are you guys? Doing great. I, I, I just want to drag it right in. This is where he's having a fun conversation. Uh, so, oh, uh, if you guys are just tuning in right now, this is the Mind of Magnus here on 106.3 FM. And uh, Matt Obscure is in the booth keeping things you know go, cool and having fun. And Dave Tyler from No Format has just sat down in the chair. Why, why thank you. Thank you. It's uh, great to be here. Oh, thank you. And we get a chance to talk. I always see you in passing. It's literally just a blip. Hey, nothing blew up on the board tonight. How are yeah. you doing? Yeah. yeah. It's pretty much like we're all good. No ghosts. Right. Moving on. Anything else? <laughs> um, so uh, we got to thank you. First off, you, you're, my, you're my Monday night music lineup. I When I get
get home from my studio, I turn it on, and you keep me company. That is oh. very kind of you to say. I'm I'm glad I can keep you entertained. Oh, it's been great. <laughs> yeah, um, we actually were fortunate. We crossed paths before by a very awesome friend, Joe Guy uh, Allard. Right, yeah. last name. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so you you came with a, a very good litany of, of people ahead of you. So yeah, I, I uh, Joe uh, married a good friend of mine, Heather Hare. Oh, uh, Heather's amazing. Yeah, she is. Uh, and uh, got yeah, we've so gosh, I've known Joe for fifteen something years now at least. Nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was very bummed when he moved away. Rochester is, is, is sadder to have him go. Yeah, I know that was that was a little tough. But they've got a, a nice setup for themselves there in oh the Buffalo area now. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's Canadian. Yeah. He's got to move back. It's like it's like, like, it's like salmon when they spawn. They have to go back yeah, to where they right, came from. Eventually. Exactly. Exactly. So I figured that way. So thanks for joining in. We're talking about cool kind of stuff right now. Um, we're our chat is currently about uh, the cinema got bought. Did you I, hear that? I saw. I was listening to you guys on the way. I did not know that they got bought. That's mm-hmm. that's awesome. It's good to see that that's gonna continue because oh i know gosh. there was a, i think there was a little bit of a question there about the future of it for a while so yeah. definitely there was yeah. yeah and uh as matt was saying it's actually someone that the people a couple that lives in the neighborhood they're like cinema fanatics are putting their their you know hat in the ring to make this thing as awesome as possible that's that is very cool yeah now, yeah. now the question is what would be the perfect david tyler uh theater oh gosh uh, I gotta admit, I I've gotten spoiled by the reclining seat phenomenon <laughs> and all that too. Um, like you know, you go and you sit down and you put yourself at like a forty-five degree angle, and that's that's pretty nice. Just carry me away. Uh, uh, although I, I'm also partial to the idea that we should start serving booze at certain uh, mm-hmm. certain uh, showings. You know, uh, I've been to Alamo Draft Houses before, and nice. I know a lot of people have been talking about the idea of getting them here in New York State, but I, I think that's still got to be a, uh, a thing the state assembly takes care of. Mm-hmm. But that would be pretty cool, too. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah. I'd, be, um, I'd look forward to that. I would love that. I, I've, once I saw that business model, I was like, okay, perfect. This is how it goes. Yeah, it makes yeah. the most sense, doesn't yeah. it? Now, have either of you guys ever tried uh, the new... Um, uh, it's the the movies that are uh, also experienced movies like they have like scent and and mist and like vibrating seats. Have you seen these ones I, happening in California now? I, there, there's one at, at Destiny in Syracuse. I just found out. Really? Yeah. A, a friend you... of mine was telling me he went to see. Uh, we'll say Thor. Okay. Uh, he went to see Thor in it, and and he said, "Oh yeah, it was amazing. It's like HDX or yeah, 4DX, something 4DX, like that." That's yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he can't, couldn't say enough nice stuff about it. So I'm dying really? to go and check it out. Yeah, I was listening to a podcast. Uh, it's a bunch of it's a California podcast. A lot of kind of the guys inside tech for like movies and random things that way, and. Um, they uh, 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 Kevin Smith was on the show of all things, and he was talking about it. Like in there, the way the the booths are is that when there's gunfire happening, there's a small air thing that sh- that like pu- pu- like puts air at you, and then as things are rumbling, it shakes you a bit. And there's like a cold breeze when the breeze is blowing. And he was he spoke nothing but how amazing it was. So. I I now that you say all this stuff, I had this experience with my kids at Kennywood in Pittsburgh, really? at the amusement park. They had a Ice Age short that was oh, in. Cool. Uh, four D yeah, or whatever, whatever they're calling it, and so literally, as uh, the the poor squirrel is getting chased down the mountain for the one millionth time, <laughs> uh, there there's snow falling down on you from above, mm-hmm. and like a squirt of water and some air, and your chair rumbles and all that, and uh, the kids loved it, but uh, I don't know, like I was I I don't know if I could sit through that was that was probably fifteen minutes maybe tops. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I could sit through a two hour movie with that, whereas you know the explosion happens and dust is falling on your hair or something. I don't know. See, yeah, that's I'm kind of in between for that too because I, I don't know at, at Disney World. Did you ever go on the the Stitch ride? Have you ever been? No, like that, since I, I like Stitch is in Lilo and Stitch, like Stitch? Lilo and Stitch. So there was Alien Encounter mm-hmm. when that opened, and it was kind of like. We'll call it a bootleg version of like the Xenomorph and it would come in and it would be the same thing where it would jump on your shoulders and you'd feel pressed down on you and and Mm -hmm. it was too scary for kids. Hmm. Uh, So they got rid of it. It was a pitch dark thing. Now it's just kind of dim. And at one point they've got Stitch and he belches uh, chili dog. At you, so it smells like chili dog. <laughs> that smell never dissipates from that theater, so it is just stale chili dog from the minute you walk in there, and it is the worst thing. Can oh. you imagine working there? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, everybody again. has got to be fighting over who gets to uh, bail on that ride. <laughs> mm, oh my gosh! Um, so, what? Any other fun things we were talking about? Oh, uh, side note: uh, I, I have, I'm checking my phone, but I haven't had any interesting like missile warnings yet. 
Oh, Have you guys you, read man. about this in yeah. Hawaii? Uh, what the guy has now been, uh, he, he left the person that sent that out. Uh, if you guys don't know what happened in uh, Hawaii, the emergency you know, texting system let people know there was an incoming missile. This is not a drill. And ho- like it was jarringly scary. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah I, I've I've botched stuff at my job. I, I think we all have. That's a pretty big boo boo. I think so. I, I, it's terrifying to me. There was that movie in the eighties, and I can't remember the name of it. Um, it was set in San Francisco, and it was the end of the world basically. And they got that same warning. Really? Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's great. It came out around the same time as like pieces and all that. Like when when we were in the middle of that well, other Cold War, the first one that we had. Mm-hmm. It's it, oh, the you know, first one we had. Yeah, yeah. that one is that the so, <laughs> Cold War Two exactly. nuclear boogaloo. It, it's striking me. It's really nice. You know, all the stuff from the eighties is back. Tight rolled pants, the the oh god, the, the athletic sweatshirts, and, and the Cold War mm-hmm. and duck and cover. So it's it's nice that <laughs> everything duck and comes cover. back. Around. I hope we have some of those like old school like class like the video to watch. You know, duck and cover. Get under the you know under your desk. Oh, thanks. Uh, person just sent in. Uh, the alert said, ballistic missile threat inbound to Hawaii. Seek immediate shelter. This is not a drill. All bold text. Yeah, there's some terrible stories you read about people like driving to pick their kids up. and Yeah, it actually to, it yeah. forced the, the uh, network, the phone system, because people were calling to make sure it was. So when it moment it went out, it caused the system to crash. So people couldn't even think. It was hours of... You know, panic. I mean, sheer and ultimate panic of possible nuclear strike. That is such a nightmare. I can't even imagine. Like, what would you do? Uh, yeah, because we had one uh, uh, a person of mine uh, that messaged me, uh, Dave. He was in Hawaii a little bit, and he's like, "If that happens, we're just going to the mountaintop to watch the show because you can't survive. It's like you're not going to run from it. You're on an island. You're not going to swim out to sea." You know. <laughs> so his statement was, "Is like just sit back and you know, I guess enjoy that big bright flash." You know. Wow. Yeah. You know, uh, up, <laughs> sorry, Matt. Just another another Matt just wrote in. We have a lot of Matts tonight. Apparently, he's like, I would, I'm going to try to pose and get the best s- shadow to make a shadow on the wall. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Thanks. That's the, the awesome Vesuvius pose. I like <laughs> exactly. Wow. Yeah, guess you leave a mark behind. I guess something else. Middle fingers. He says would also work well. Um, but yeah, I can't envision being something like. And this was. Like I, I get annoyed by the Amber Alert sometime of like you know the, like fourteen Amber Alerts happening. Nothing against you know I love an Amber Alert, but there was like a whole bunch being happened all of a sudden that weren't truly you know like oh you're just in the backyard we didn't see it. And you're like you guys rushed this a bit. Don't you know don't cry wolf too soon. But I can't envision crying wolf from like a inbound missile threat. You know? Yeah. 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 And there just had to be some sort of way to that somebody should have corrected that more immediately. Yeah. You know, like because it was what forty minutes, something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they they knew it was not real, so that's uh, they're going to have to make some changes. I think. Well, they're talking about having as a now a two per, two person authentication code, like literally turn the key. Both two people got to turn the key. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So that it's, it works for simple. If two people mm-hmm. have to do it, at least it you know you know less mistakes hopefully happen that way. Um, but uh, what do you think? What, what, what would be our uh, what would be the next way to imp- improve this? Do you think we have a way like, I mean, tw- you know, tweets work well, I guess, you know, text works well. I mean, there wasn't a siren being blasted. Do they still do sirens? Do they they, I think I heard yeah. them talking about it, that they were they were actually considering in Hawaii starting those tests again, the, mm-hmm. the sirens. But they never did really um, because they just, you know, figured, OK, we're not there yet. But I don't know what they're going to do after after today um you know i i work in social media for a living and i live in fear of hitting the wrong button and sending out the wrong thing to the wrong place but i cannot imagine doing that on that scale yeah yeah uh, I, yeah and that that runs the risk i mean there there could have been like you know deaths easily oh, had sure. just you know panic hit, and yeah, yeah just panic i mean and scared humans in mass are some of the worst things you can ever encounter um so uh actually Oh, uh, so speaking of actually, uh, on a lighter note, uh, speaking of air siren, air raid sirens, and Stitch, someone has messaged in this thing which I've seen before. Have you ever watched the uh, edited scenes, the deleted scenes of Lilo and Stitch? Have you ever seen some no. of the ones? No. So uh, there is a video, there's a scene where they utilize the uh, air raid, the air raid siren test, and they cut it out, cut it out because it was hard to describe what happened. Um, so uh, uh, thanks for sending this one in, by the way, folks. But the uh, the the short Short of the story is that there is a um, 
the the natives are always nervous. The people who live in islanders are always nerve are annoyed because people assume that they don't speak English. They always you know. So there's a whole section of people pulling up to Lilo, going like, "Hey, do you speak English?" And she's like, "Yeah." She's like, "Which way is the beach?" And she's generally annoyed. She's gets more and more annoyed, and she walks up to one of the women and ask if the siren's going on, something else, and she drags Stitch to the beach, and everyone's laying there, all these big, you know, white folks, just like the big, giant, you know, guy, the bad sunburn, and she's like, attention, people, you have angered the gods. This is, that siren is, when this siren goes off, it, that means there's going to be a tsunami, and you have angered the gods, and it has <laughs> Stitch stand up, and of course, the siren goes off, and the thing, they go running off in there, but it's it, so, thank you for post for sending this one in, but apparently, if you ever get bored, Lilo and Stitch has a edited scene that utilizes the uh, the siren and uh, and that in uh, in Hawaii. So I will have to check that out. Yeah. So thanks for the people listening. We just, there's a there's a, a Venn diagram of our conversation between horribleness and Stitch. And Stitch. So, yeah. So thanks on that one. That was Christopher sending that one in. So. Um, so Dave, I, we got to know more about you. Uh, so you like, so you, you said live in social media. Yes. So I, my, my day job is uh, RIT social media director. Wow. That's so, a good title. yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. So nice. I'm responsible for, uh, you know, the, the content at the RIT's top level stuff, uh, uh accounts. And then, uh, you know, working with our various offices around campus on strategy and things like that. We have over 200 social media accounts that we know of at RIT from, you know, RIT's Facebook account to the chemistry department to, uh, you know, the hockey teams, uh, you know, social media accounts. So So, that's amazing. So now, uh, how long have been doing this? I've been there for about eight months. So before that, I was out at SUNY Brockport doing a similar thing. When I first met you, I thought you were Brockport. So I'm like, man, am I that far off? But you have an RIT hat on. I guess you've been giving me all the signs. It's been there. It's been there. It does look uh, about eight months old. It is. is. (laughs) It's still still got that uh, fresh bend to it. (laughs) Exactly. So um, you you join it over there? I am. It is a very awesome place. There, uh, there's so much going on, nice. and there's always uh, something cool happening that makes my job pretty easy, actually, yeah, because yeah. it's okay. Let's let's promote the cool things that are going on at yeah. RIT. And, and a lot uh, of content happening there. Yeah, like. yeah. Um, you know, just amazing uh, students and faculty just doing some mind blowing research. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and uh, just so many cool stories coming out of there. I'll give you an example of right before I started uh, each year, we do Imagine RIT, which is this amazing festival that shows off mm. all the creativity that's going on at oh, RIT I during I, their- I go every year. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely worth it. Um, and I took my kids to do a little research before I started the job. And I had seen uh, ahead of time that one of the one of the stu- teams of students there had, had uh, was doing some work to show off a 360 degree camera mm-hmm. uh, for face that for Facebook that linked into Facebook and I, and I thought to myself oh that's great they got a hold of this camera somehow they're doing a project no I was wrong they they built it as part of their <laughs> oh my God. as part of their project and I, I you know I, I talked to the kid for a while and I, I the software had been sort of open source and they built the hardware and the, they're still out there using this thing to, to take pictures and that's just one of the examples I mean they've got Teams, we've got teams of folks who are building prosthetic limbs with 3D printers for people who need it. Oh my god! Um, yeah. You know, just all sorts of great stuff. So that makes my, you know, that makes my job very easy. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the hardest thing in your day is to find the best thing to share first. It, well, like. yeah, exactly. Um, you know, you, you have to be a little strategic about all this, especially with the way uh, Facebook is making changes and Twitter and all, all oh, these other platforms. You have to really you can't just kind of spam people with mm-hmm. what you do so we have to think about what what it is we're sharing mm-hmm. and how we get the best audience for that so now in this scenario do you also have to take in the account i mean like I said the algorithms are constantly updating to fight spammers i mean there's a reason why the algorithm change and there's some you know reasons why facebook for its own inst- wants it to change itself but you have to constantly be kind of updating yourself on that as well so oh, not yeah. only you're figuring out what to share, but when to share, how to share it. Absolutely. Um, and in, just in the last couple of days, you've probably seen it in the news. Mark Zuckerberg has been doing interviews and Facebook has completely changed the way they're going to handle their algorithm. And they're actually pushing down uh, publishers like, well, uh, universities, newspapers, mm-hmm. TV stations, all that content is getting pushed down and they're reemphasizing the connection between uh, people on Facebook. So, 
you're gonna, you know, you may see a lot more of your uncle, uh, your uncle Fred's political comments, but you may not see as much content from, say, the Democrat and Chronicle or the New York Times or whatever else you're gonna see mm-hmm. uh, on on Facebook in the past. So it's it's a new challenge for. Uh, for publishers, like and if Facebook counts, you know, a university or a radio yeah. station or whoever among those to see how you're going to get your content out to people because mm-hmm. they're really emphasizing not only that personal connection but also the conversations between people. Hmm. So you're going to see some things being done on Facebook by by institutions to try to to circumnavigate that um mm-hmm. to get more people talking about their content so that more people will see their content yeah and that's it's a constant challenge you hear in the industry is is just okay well what are we going to do now because facebook's not going away no, <laughs> you know no, like no. as much as people every couple of months say oh facebook is dead and there and nobody's using it anymore they still have a billion monthly users and yeah. i just know, thought it was it, someone was saying it was like two billion yeah, users yeah, on. i think it's over it's it's two billion users and something north of a billion Act- active users every that's, month that's amazing that's yeah i mean that that's the concept that more people using that than existed on this planet only a century or two ago. I yeah, it's yeah, a it's, third it, of it, who's on the planet right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I, I'm just trying to think like who are all those two billion people too? Yeah. Like from you know you've got kids who've created fake accounts to get away from their parents. I'm sure, mm-hmm. but you know just the idea that you've got somebody who is in a village somewhere that may not have good roads to get to it, but they've probably got a phone now <laughs> that where they might have a Facebook account. We, you know, that's that's the way things are. It's amazing. We had uh, one of my guests has been a couple different times, Chris, uh, Chris Dreesen. She's, uh, she's a, 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 photo, a photojournalist and traveler, everything else. And we were talking about a photo and she wanted to send a photo. She was discussing uh, this village in Africa and the people are doing with it. And I made a reference for all. Oh, she said, I'd love to see this image. She's like, oh, okay, I took a picture. And I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm just going to send it on his Facebook page. And she was just describing how this is like a remote village. You have to take like vehicles, like three day drive and watch out for lions and tigers and everything else. We're not tigers, but lions. Mm-hmm. And th- she's like, oh, yeah, it's a Facebook page. Yeah. I mean, because he has he works at the 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 cell phone store that sells it it's just one of those drop off metal boxes <laughs> in the middle of the, you know an african plains yeah. and yeah they, that person is accessible easily i can send a message now to a man who has never been in a car never like you've seen cars you have idea so yeah, well and facebook and google are trying to figure out how to make internet more reliable for those sorts of folks. Mm-hmm. They actually have plans where they're talking about floating balloons at a certain level of the atmosphere that are essentially Wi-Fi boosters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and so they're, you know, oh places that you can't get wires to right now, yeah, yeah. they're going to try to to test these things out. We have a they're trying to do that in Puerto Rico, if I remember right. Oh, right, yeah. right, to help out after the storm. Yeah. yeah, makes sense. I mean, technology, we we should be. Like, we're in the future now. I mean, I'm sitting with a device in my hand, the font of human knowledge, with a camera and everything else. Like, we should be, like, you know, utilizing our technology better like that. You know, floating these the, these networks in the sky to help humanity. I mean, I, I was just going to make a flying car joke, but allegedly Uber and Dubai are working on flying taxis. Oh that they may fly by 2020, I saw the other day. Oh, so my God. We're getting closer. It, it would happen there first. I mean, that's the place. They already had a, a robot. I mean, the, mm-hmm. the woman from Saudi Arabia. The, the, mm-hmm. the, the Yeah, the Android. Android, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I say I say woman, but she it's it's an android. Is there actually a gender assigned to her I name? I believe there is. I believe she is a woman. I mean, correct yeah. us if we're wrong, please. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tweet us, but yeah. please do. I, I, uh, I, I she may be listening right yeah. now. Who knows? <laughs> well, I I know she has personhood in, in Saudi Arabia. That was yeah. the big story, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think somewhere she said she wanted to have a, a baby. I might be making that up. That might uh-huh. have been an episode of Black Mirror. <laughs> I, I <don't> <laughs> uh, actually, she was just interviewed uh, on. I think I someone posted it on Twitter. I saw the other day. Um, and uh, but it was it like for as much as I saw her interviewed or talk in the microphone, her interview level is is not quite right. Did anyone see this interview of the? I don't, I don't even see this one. She was at CES yeah. recently. Yeah, yeah, and so she's being interviewed, and the guy is an awkward tech guy in the first place. And she just doesn't have a pattern. She's like, ask a question, and then he's standing there looking at her. And he's like, so how you doing? And she's just like, faces moving sort of sporadically, like kind of smiling, kind of not. 
And then he's like, he starts going to change his question. And she's like, I am doing well. Thank you for asking. He's like, oh, okay. Um, and he starts asking another question. And then she starts, she's still finishing her first question. As he asks the first, second question, he's like, oh, I don't know. And then he gets all flustered. You can see the man suddenly being like, I don't, I don't know. Should I keep asking questions? I Like he had anxiety talking to her because he was excited about it. And clearly it was not going that well. So I, I was... Kind of, kind of taken aback. I was, I was hoping for like more of a banter, but I realized the robot uprising will be an awkward one at best right now. <laughs> I, I think the robot uprising is just going to be led by Google and Alexa. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> just going to inconvenience us so we just jump off a bridge ourselves. Because you can kind of have conversations with them right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, what was it? We just asked her to tell a story, and at random, she'll just tell a story. Or yeah, she just pops up. Well, what was the one? Um, we. We asked her if she pooped because that's a thing we do because we have a two-year-old, <laughs> and, and she was like, "I don't even know where where that would come out." <laughs> you know, like that kind of. So, so if somebody yeah. had, a, but th- now those those responses that were programmed in by a programmer, right? Do you think that that wasn't something that the, do you think the AI knew what a question would be and, met the, and thought what the question should be? Like, is that just a guy who's like, someone's going to ask this question? I have four possible answers to type in here. Do you think that's? Oh, for sure. It's it's definitely a part of that. I mean, there's mm-hmm. an AR com- uh, AI component to it to figure out is this what they're asking. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it turns into multiple choice. Does this match? Yeah, 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 right, right. And to that point, you would think that Android would have a, a similar thing because mm-hmm. I could ask um, Alexa or Google or even Siri. Ask Siri how you how you're doing, and and she says it's more about you, hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Um, oh my gosh, it's pretty good. Hey, I actually, uh, I don't know if you heard this. People are asking for the uh, trivia question, Dave. You want to know what the trivia question is for tonight? I, I, I heard it on the way in, but you can fire it away again. I'll read, read it again All now. Right. Let me uh, scroll back a second here for this one in here. So those who are asking the question for the show, here is Rochester is known for a lot of things, one of which is being the city that has been a birthplace of a lot of crazy stuff. Uh, we had a dentist chair and automobile and all sorts of stuff that way. Uh, the bloomers were also created here in Rochester, the uh, lovely white pants-like garment in the olden times. Uh, so the question is, how did the bloomers get their name? Is it A, much like the bikini from Bikini Atolls, uh, it is named because of a scandalous way early Rochesterian women were, wore them in the Highland Park to see the blooming flowers. The news media at the time complained about the young women and their bloomer ways. Was it B, the name comes from the bad Italian translation of Bluvario Metes, which translates to divided light garment, which was just a fashion thing for shipping. Um, And was it C, Amelia Bloomer, a woman's right activist and first woman to own, operate, and edit news vehicle for uh, Rochester area, uh, what totally loved them, and much like Hillary's pantsuits, she wore them all the time, and they were called bloomer suits. Was it D, it's a shortened name that came from how they were first shipped and the odd name that the package had on it. Backstitched legging overgarment made in Rochester. So it was something shortened. So Blommers was became Bloomers. So out of the A, B, C, or D, what do you think it may well, be? Well, as much as I would like A to be the right answer, because mm-hmm. I think that's just nutty enough to be true, I am mm-hmm. leaning strongly towards C. A C? Because I feel like I've heard this before. Okay. Well, so we have C. I think you had a, a C or a D was your option. I, I think I'm going to Malcolm Gladwell it. Oh, actually, you know what? For the fun of radio, I'm going to go with D. <laughs> oh, mix it up a bit. I see how it is. Uh, so people have written in saying uh, one person goes, they don't think it's uh, A, although they think it could be. Uh, they didn't. One person didn't know what I meant. She actually did a search. So the thank you is I never knew the bikini came from the bikini atolls, which was the where the atomic te- testing was being done. Right. And they named it because of such a flashy outfit and everything else is kind of a shocking thing. Uh, but she does not believe it to be b- the bikini uh, slash uh, Highland Park blooming flowers thing. Uh, she does trust Matt on the first answer C, so hope they don't let her down. But now we have Dave saying C, so we'll I, see how that I goes. Fe- I feel pretty good about that. That's fair. I'm feeling That's fair. strong about that. So uh, and if you get it right, you can join uh, us for meatballs and beer at Skylark one night. If you that want would to. be awesome. Um, so let us know what your answer if you have one. Mindofmagnus at gmail.com. Uh, Magnus Apollo on Twitter. Uh, you can even write Matt, too, by the way, if you want to say hey, Matt Obscure on Twitter, which is one of my favorite That's right. handles. Uh, you yourself, being a social media person, you must have your own social media I, accounts. I right? do. I'm I'm all over the place. You can mm-hmm. uh, find me on on Twitter or Instagram at uh, at d tyler three two one. Yeah, like the three two one. Is that where did the, just? It's not all that in, uh, uh, amazing. It's just my birthday, March twenty first. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> actually, that works pretty good. Actually, it's more than that. Just like uh, three two one. You know, there, there's actually three hundred and twenty other Dave Tyler's on there. I didn't know <laughs> right. what the answer may be. <laughs> Uh, well, I couldn't. I was I was under a lot of pressure because I've actually worked in social media for the better part of 
10 years one way or another. In mm -hmm. fact, before I got into higher education, I worked for a, a firm in town here called Text 100, and that was my first real exposure to Twitter. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was there was a lot of pressure to come up with a name, and I'm like, okay, I'm uh, my birthday, because I used that in an email one time, and now it's stuck with me for the better part of 10 years. I guess, yeah, it's gonna be 10 years now, gosh. Now, uh, and social media, actually, this question came up a while back for another guest, but uh, like you said, you have to figure out your name to present to the world. You like? Do you is do you have tips if you're if someone's going to ask you right now if someone comes up with like I've never been on Twitter should what would you suggest them to search out their names well, it, to make for that? Well, you know we deal with this with students a lot all the time because there's mm -hmm. when you're in college you're gonna want to appeal to your peers or when you're in high school you're gonna want to appeal to your peers, but then you're gonna go look for a job going down the road and you know is somebody gonna wanna uh, follow uh, Poopy Pants, whatever your, yeah. your Twitter handle was. Goss Kid 420. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. I was you just know. counting down to see how fast those digits came out. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. exactly, and and I tell kids this all the time, there's no way your employers are not looking for you now. So no matter how much you say to yourself, oh, I'm gonna make my account private, or mm. I'm just gonna send this snap and it'll disappear, don't think that way. I, I tell people a lot of things. If you're not going to say so, if you're going to say something on social media that you have questions about whether you'd stand up and say it in a room to anybody, mm -hmm. then you might want to reconsider it. You know, mm -hmm. a room full of 20 people is going to hear you. If you're going to have the guts to say that, then, OK, you can do that. And it applies to your your social media handles, too, mm -hmm. you know. Um, you you don't want to pick anything that's going to come back and haunt you in three four years uh, when you need it to be a little more serious. Yeah, um, yeah. And and you know I I'm I'm a big fan of not. Some people will say oh I'm going to have a personal and a professional mm -hmm. social media presence, but I'm a big fan of just being yourself and being authentic on social media. I I you definitely are. I yeah. enjoy I enjoy following you. And actually, you're a person I can have a discussion with on Twitter. It's like you are on there enough that I'll message something, you write back, and you're like. Oh, this is great. I, so. I get paid to do it. So, you know, um, <laughs> you know but Perfect. yeah, but yeah, like, so yeah, you want to be, you want to not regret something down the road here, you know? Uh, so if you're going to, if you're going to be funny, then own it. You know, mm -hmm. I have some, I have some friends who have some great handles, um, but they, they use them professionally too. And they're funny enough to not be, to not have a drug reference or mm -hmm. a let's get smashed reference in their handle, you know, mm -hmm. and, and they, they can still use that and have a, a persona that's uh, on social media that's witty, but also professional at the same time. When I got into Twitter, uh, I've, I've loved Twitter. For, I was really an early adopter because I happened to stumble into it at the right time. And I, and when I got into it, I made a decision that I, I'm not going to tweet anything that I'd have to be worried about if I ever ran for president. And that was great up until this last president got elected. <laughs> but I literally used to tell people, like, I don't want to ever have to, like, I don't want to have to defend something I may have said. And I'll say some random weird stuff, but I don't swear. I don't do anything, you know, extreme. But that was my line. I'm like, I, I always want to be presidential about it. And right. I'm really upset now because now I have no litmus. To, I have nothing to, to hold myself against here. So. That's, a, that's a pretty good test in normal times yeah, 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 yeah you know i mean before he fell into the bizarro world we're right saying. well yeah um you know i th i think there's a lot there are going to be books written about the social media content of uh, uh of these last few years mm -hmm. uh and and how it's changed the way we we interact with people mm -hmm. um but I, you know again you just if be if you're gonna say something have the courage to stand up to it in person i think as well as it is a key that's a key great. thing, you know. That's a great way to think. Oh, that's perfect. Uh, so actually, we're coming up. This show has been flying by already. It has, hasn't it? Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, uh, so we're actually going to be, uh, in, in, by the way, you got to hang around for Dave. He's going to be playing all uh, all night for uh, till midnight, right? That's your show. That is correct. So um, actually, you may have to, uh, side note, this is Matt's first time on the board tonight. Oh, my goodness. All so right, if Matt. you want to swing over, actually, as we're wrapping up or something else to, to walk in and harass him and give him any tips or something yeah. else. You know what? I might actually do that. So you guys keep talking, and I'm going to uh, actually get prepped because I want to be able to get a, mu a song queued up here, Matt, and I don't okay. want to make you work too hard. I, oh, I think I figured it out, but yeah, come on in. And All try. right. I'll be right there. Nice. So uh, this, this has been, I, I've been enjoying listening to Dave. Uh, thanks for coming in, by the way. And, uh, thank you. Uh, and, uh, but I want to thank everyone who's been messaging in saying hi. Um, if at any point in time you guys have any ideas or questions or anything else, we're here to listen. Uh, Matt and I are really taking the show, hoping this year to uh, do a lot more fun new things. So, uh, and I, I can't say enough. It's thank you to those who've been listening in. As I, I was chuckling before, I always say I have four listeners. 
Uh, but I clearly have more than that. You guys have been writing in, saying hi, letting me know that you've been listening. Um, as our year moves forward, we're going to have a great 2018. So if you think of any guests you may want, you think we should have on the air, uh, don't be afraid to message me. Even if you think you are, should be a guest on, I want to have your your Rochester experience here in the world. I want to. I cannot tell your story. It takes you guys putting your words forward to make it a thing. So, in twenty eighteen is coming up here as we're moving through this year. Uh, don't be afraid to write. Say hi. Uh, I'm taking some time to myself to be working on things here in the city. Uh, like I was, someone messaged in saying about yeah, I actually am doing my own thing here coming up. So I'm have a lot more time to focus on the important stuff here in Rochester. So I know Matt and I are looking forward to having a great year. So um, don't be afraid. Message us online at any point in time you want to. Uh, also, here's a weird one too. Uh, trivia questions. If you guys have fun trivia questions, let us know. I, I, my partner in crime here, his name is Matt Obscure. We'll take a random weird question. Uh, random weird fact, something else. We like having roster facts. So if you have something like that, let us know. Um, but uh, our guests for the next couple of months, the next couple of months have been uh, being sorted out and organized. We're having a lot of cool people coming in. We have some architects popping in. Uh, we have just a, a fun list uh, happening soon. We'll be, uh, be do- redoing the website and getting everything together for that as well. Uh, but my, my sincere thank you to those who have been supporting me this entire time and now for supporting us this entire time. So Matt and I are thankful for everyone out there. Um, so I actually got to give the uh, final answer to that question. Uh, you guys ready for this one now? So Matt, you want to know what the final answer for your question is? Yeah, what's the final answer? So the final answer, where do the name Bloomers come from? The answer is, drum roll, is C, actually. Hey! Yeah, you got it right. You guys are right. Amelia Bloomer, she actually was a woman from Seneca Falls uh, and uh, was actually the first woman to have uh, a main uh, media outlet. She edited and she was uh, just really women's right activist. Uh, totally fell for the Bloomers and actually had Bloomer suits. And they, they much like Hillary had her pantsuits, they were the Bloomer suits and they became Bloomers. That so, is awesome. Yeah, so thank you to Amelia. Uh, we actually had a couple people write in saying they think it's that. So we have a couple winners, actually. I got to see which one wrote in first, but uh, let us know. Um, yes, there was not the uh, the was not the bikini slash uh, Highland Park blooming flowers one. I thought people would go for that one is there. Uh, but I we're coming up at the end of the show, so I want to give a thank you to everyone here that have been listening to 106.3 FM. Uh, you guys, we can't do without you. Uh, we are having a blast in the studio. Life is getting better and good for everyone here, and it's all thanks to all you people putting in a few dollars or just saying hello, letting us know what's going on. Uh, you can find us uh, on rosterfreeradio.com. Listen live on the air at that point in time. Uh, you can actually listen to uh, Air Rec Radio, which is our underwriters for the Mind of Magnus show. Uh, we uh, we love listening to those guys. They're on Tuesdays and Fridays here on Roster Free Radio. Uh, I suggest following them on their Facebook page because they put a live video feed up on there. And as Corey will say, him and I also have good faces for radio. So you get to see them acting up and talking on there as well. Uh, maybe we'll do that as well. Someone asked me a question if we do a, uh, some podcast and live video stuff for Matt and I. So 2018, you never know. It's probably going to happen. See. Yeah, dramatic music can be heard. But Matt, we're coming to the end of the show. Uh, anything you want to end up with, uh, wrap up with? Any good fun things, topics? Yeah. Just thank you so much, everybody. Oh, I love it. Thanks, Dave, for coming in. We had a great time. Uh, And uh, actually, let's just wrap this thing up right now. We're still getting the hang of the ending of the show. One of these days, we'll do it. Another couple years, we'll get the hang of it. So uh, thanks again for listening in, folks. This has been the Mind of Magnus. Uh, I am Magnus Apollo. Find me on Twitter, Magnus Apollo, uh, and my guest, uh, Dave Tyler, and my co-host, Matt Obscure. Thanks for being here, folks. Take care of yourselves.